So oh, you're good to go? You all ready? Yeah, I'm good to go. You're good to go. Got my my event horror. Oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, yep. hey, hey, oh. hey, I've already been recording, so he nearly just spoiled oh, his little, oh, what's it, oh, it going to be called? Anyway, yeah. welcome to the final, final part yeah. of our, I'm surprised, this this was only meant to go two episodes, but we talked for so well, long in the first episode. one episode. Was it what? It was, you're well, right, we initially... we were, it was going to be a one long one. episode, but it was just, <laughs> when we stopped recording, the lost episode, it was three hours long that was only with like my five it was three hours long yeah 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 we, yeah, was too oh, God. We, we hadn't even got i think yeah we we'd done yeah your yeah, we did your five we didn't go back and forth did yep. we no we, we didn't we, we, we did didn't, my five because oh this was supposed to be the first episode wasn't it the very yeah, first podcast very episode first. and when we realized it was three hours long we realized that a we had to stop waffling well not waffling we we kept going off on massive tangents too much. We did, but and... it worked as a good tester. Oh, it for did us, in a way. I think it. If we did that again, if we live streamed that, that'd mm. be a good way to just keep yeah. talking. But I think yeah, with the with that with the learning curve was we have to make sure we try and stay on. You know our our points that we had. Exactly. Shall we say? And I would I would say over time we've um, not to big us up anymore, but I think we've matured. Grown, we've matured. We've grown into this this role. Yeah. Of uh, worldwide have. famous podcast hosts. Um, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, this is the final part. We're going to go just quickly yeah. through our number ones, our numero unos. Oh, this is episode seven. Numero by the way. Uno. Episode seven of the Dreadcast. Um, was it number? I thought it was episode six. No, no it is no, episode no. seven. No, I was no. getting myself confused. No, 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 no. I am. I'm. I will admit, I am so behind with uploading these episodes to YouTube. I'm looking at my laptop right now, and it's uh, it's only just uploading that that episode, the Texas episode. Whoa! Well, don't worry, folks. You don't need to watch that one anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> you don't need to watch the film or that. Well, actually, you need to watch the nope. review. Um, well, well, listen you... to the, yeah, listen to the review. Just don't watch the film. Well, thankfully, all the episodes so far are up on Spotify. I'm getting a plug in here. Are exactly. up on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Podbean, and Amazon slash Audible by searching the Dreadcast. And um, yeah. oh, and they are on my YouTube channel because I am a good boy. I'm a good boy, yes, and I've uploaded are. all of them so far. So uh, <laughs> just go to YouTube and search the Dread. I'm a better human being than you are. That's what you're saying. That's exactly emotional damage. That is, <laughs> oh. ow. Well, with, with, with that out I, way, I, yeah, I think it's time to get down to our number ones. Then, isn't it? Let's so who, get it done which and one dusted. Of us are going first. Well, do you, you want to lead this one, or do you want me to jump into it? Well, you nearly did. So I think I nearly did. Ahead? I nearly kind of blurted out some stuff. All right, I'll go into it. So my my number one, my personal favorite horror film of all time. Ooh, is ooh, ooh, I think ooh, this is ooh, probably ooh, ooh, oh yep. Just you're stopping me already. Do you, do you, no, no, I'm not, I just I just thought something. Do you want to just run down your five, your five so far? Oh just my gosh, the, I would love to. Just in case uh, people See, the are thing new with to me this is, episode, am, you know. That is true. I t- kid you not. I am terrible with my memory, but I I oh, here we go. My top five. So yeah, my top five. So we did this for all the new listeners who may be jumping over the top. Mm. Ah, you know, number of you know personal recommendations for you is five to we said five to three are the bronzes, no particular order, still an impact, but nothing, nothing groundbreaking. No, our number two is obviously our silver edition. 
that was mm-hmm. the one that we were like, yeah, that that was that was tasty. That one that has its and place of course our number, number ones. Two. Exactly, and the number yeah. one is of course the big, the big gold star, the big now, cheese, the big kahuna, old, the big cheese. Exactly, this is going off my old top five list. So I got to try and remember what my top five was. So of course, in a particular order, I had Alien, which was let's face mm-hmm. it, a cracking film by Ridley Scott. We had number four. We had Jaws, which again, perfect film. I remember what it was now. Jaws was good because it's, well, Steven Spielberg took literally a great white shark and managed to terrify people so much that he single-handedly started causing people to kill sharks. You know, probably wasn't intention, but that's what happens, and that shows a good what a good amount of fear can do to people. Yep. Number three was. No, not number three. Number three was the Terminator film. There we go. Nearly said said my number two. Number four was Terminator for you, but it doesn't matter because five, four, and three are kind of in the same ballpark. Exactly. The Terminator was the one that I added in after watching the Terminator again because I think it's a great film because as we discussed, it's one of those genre bending, kind of genre bending films. Mm. It's... Is it a sci-fi film? Is it an action film? Is it a horror film? Technically, is it a slasher film? Because let's face it, he kills a lot of people in that film. I never and considered that. Yeah. What I loved about this film was the fact it was released in it was ninety late, ooh late nineteen seventies eighties I believe it was, and this was before was we had things like the int. I think it was nineteen yes nineteen eighty four, and this was. Before we had the internet, we had, you know, wireless cell phones, and it created this fear of a future that, of AI that, quite frankly, a lot of the big tech giants now are actually going, we might want to be careful here because this is becoming a bit of a reality. And I think it's great that that fear is actually, exactly, might want to hold off, maybe don't hand over the nuclear codes to a machine that, you know, we don't know if it hates us or not. My silver medal, of course, went to The Grudge. Now, let's be honest. It was The American Grudge. It's, it's not a good film. It's got its moments. We agreed. It's got a few jump scares that we didn't mind. But overall, it's, you know, it's a bit, bit Diet Coke-ish compared I to The Coke. I think number two was Jaws. I think it went Alien, Terminator, I... Grudge, Jaws. Alien, Terminator, Grudge. Either way, those um, are the four before way... the first one. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, my number two, my two to five can be interchangeable yeah, depending yeah, yeah, on my yeah, mood, yeah. I suppose. And so yeah, we had the grudge. The only re- the reason this was in because it gave me nightmares every time I watched it. And mm. honestly, it took me up to I think it was like I was twenty four, twenty five, something like that, before I mm. finally managed to watch this film and realise just how daft it was. But it still stays with me because it <laughs> yeah. had that that incredible impact every time i watched it i hated that noise that whatever she was her called her name uh, was yeah i thought you were gonna do it as soon as i saw you lean to the microphone because <laughs> you're gonna do it the little boy freaked me out because i was terrified that it was gonna be hiding under my duvet covers as in that scene as well yeah and i just had to put it on this list because it was it's a naff film but it still has a special place in my heart and that's so it it's the impact it's the impact two. That's yeah, what counts, exactly. I think. That's it. Yeah. It's the impact. So, did you want to run down your five to four, or should we do yours? I'll do after mine. My top I'll do one? mine when I get to mine. Yeah. Do yours. 
All right, then. So I'll jump back into it. So my number one, it's mm. another sci-fi horror film. I almost gave this away you when did. I was talking about Alien. I almost revealed what you it did. was, but I stopped myself. I'm pretty glad about that. So, of course, my number one is the sci-fi film Event Horizon. To me, this is up there with Alien because not at this point in time, there weren't many space... I don't think many space horror films around at that time. This was released, I believe it was... It's 1980s, I think it was. We've I'm established good, so many times before. Sorry. Space, sorry, I'm just saying, we've established so many times before that space horror is so rare. It really oh, is, it is quite a rare thing. As we found out when we both replied to that tweet God. about could horror be set in space? A lot of people uh, think no. A lot of people think yes. It's personal opinion. It's 1997. I've just realized I've yeah. got it right up there. So it was released in 1997. The director was, of course, Paul W.S. Anderson. His best film. Who, of course, is most famous. <laughs> yep, his best film, because after that, he did the Resident Evil films, although I'll give him props. I quite liked the first Resident Evil and Apocalypse. I did first not like the ones was... after that, because they were nasty. First one was good, yep. Yeah. First one was good. Second one was watchable. Was pretty good. I, I like Nemesis in it. Oh, Nemesis was good. Plus, you had a killer soundtrack. You had Slipknot, Killswitch yeah. Engage. Oh, yeah. Some of those big guys. He also did uh, Mortal Kombat two years before he did Event Horizon. He did do Mortal Kombat. That might be his best film. Well, I'm looking Ooh. up his list of, uh, his list of uh, films, and um, it's mainly either Resident Evil or Death Race. Actually, yeah. oh, which one? The like remake eight, of Death Race. <laughs> it's like there's, there's he so did. I think he them. did the one that started with uh, Jason Statham. Yeah, he did the, that one and above. And he also oh, did the oh. awful uh, Monster Hunter uh, film with me, with yeah. with yep, his yep. wife uh, Mila Djokovic as well, because oh. they have to do films yes. together. But I think no, Event Horizon. I did hear a rumor. Go on. Well, I, I heard a rumor. Obviously, they did. Obviously, it's a complete tangent to a horror film. But they were when they released the Expendables films, uh, mm. Sylvester Stallone films. Mm. They were toying with the idea of releasing a series called the Expendables, an all-female cast of bringing in all the like the final girls oh, yeah. into a yeah. mercenary team. And Milares Djokovic was one of the ones who was tagged to do it. And I believe, if I remember rightly, she was actually supposed to appear in the Expendables four as one of the characters. But obviously, it, it didn't pan out for whatever reason. Yeah. But I think that'd be pretty cool. Can you imagine that? You get Ed and Ripley, you get Alice from Resident Evil, you could throw in some of the, you know, the slasher survivors. It'd be amazing. So was he talking, because obviously Expendables is the action heroes, and you're talking fight horror yeah. girls. So they weren't doing Well, like, not action. the horror girls, but or just it in was general. mainly the action. So what they wanted to do was, in general, they yeah. wanted to take, they wanted to create a female Expendables team, yeah. Yeah. but bring in like a lot of the... The ladies of the action genres like mm -hmm. Sigourney Weaver, Mila Djokovic, all of the big names from there go, right, here we go. It's your turn now. Let's get on with this. I don't know what's kind of happened with it. It's, I think it's kind it of got a bit work. quiet. So it, it could work. It could work. It might be quite fun. Yeah. I yeah, personally would. would pay to see a film where I don't know how they do it, but all the final girls get sucked into some sort of slasher dome and they're like, right, here's all the bad guys. And they're like, yeah, we got this. Don't worry. And they have a big like fight. That'd be amazing. That's kind of actually... Someone write that down. There's something like that in, I think, the fifth Resident Evil film where she's in a big, ridiculous underground dome where they can just... They put in oh, uh, they all do, these holograms, they? Zombies and... these yeah. zombies, these monsters. 
Oh, it's so dumb. It's so <sighs> dumb. And Resident Evil After is dumb. Two, like, the, the game series, the game oh, series yeah. are ridiculously stupid, but it gets a pass. The films, are yeah. Dumb. I mean, the, the the first game, like Resident Evil and Resident Evil Two, the get this, these are the games. Yeah, they were. I mean, they were great games for their times. They were. Ha- they you know paved the way for so much more. The 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 films are just you know who knows what the films are doing. They're just something in them. Well, they I mean they scrapped the films. They they were going to remake the films. Thankfully, they didn't because that'd be just terrible. We oh we can easily do a Resident Evil franchise talk because I have oh, a lot. I would to say love on to that. do that. <laughs> Not gonna lie, Mila Djokovic was is oh, one of my what? one of my top favorites. Oh really? Well then. Well, I mean anyway. <laughs> we, digress. we digress. <laughs> <laughs> we digress so hard. But back to Event Horizon. So I won't go too much into the plot of this film because mm-hmm. I personally want our viewers to go and see this film because it is, it's just a bit of a weird, it's a weird film. Well, no, it's not a weird film. No, it is. It's a it bit is of a weird, weird film. film. It is a weird film because it has so many different genres. Oh, God, what is my computer doing? Stop it. The screen's going up and down. It's got so many different genres thrown into it mm. that you're never quite sure what you're watching. So it's a horror film, but when you think you look at it, it's also kind of a thriller film. Mm-hmm. And then if you look at it again, it's a sci-fi horror film. It's a massive body horror film because let's just face Oof. it, stuff gets messed up in this film. Yeah, there's some elements of paranormal in this. Some with some bits that I won't go into. Some and also, as I yeah okay maybe a, maybe a bit uh, more a bit. There's some technology like some Terminator esque technology. Mm stuff going a bit wonky and as i realized before we start recording this it's also got some elements of the scream whodunit mystery type thing thrown in there because that's the whole kind of plot of the film so yeah without ruining yeah. the film pretty much what it is it's the year is 2040 and there's a big ship big giant ship it's been set off on a journey it's going off to do something and it vanishes just disappears no one knows where it's gone they can't get hold of it it's gone and in 2047 it reappears just on the outskirts of neptune and like oh the event horizon's back it's destroyed it's jacked up it's in bad condition so they scramble a crew and say right the ship's gone missing for seven years land there and find out what's going on and as soon as they land that's when everything just goes to pot i mean it i think at that point in time the film really does ramp up ramps up and it doesn't really let you stop and i think on, just one a thing great you film say that isn't a spoiler oh yeah that as you mentioned it reappears the ship comes back into like yes um, it does uh into i don't know ra- uh, radar so, yeah. like a satellite they, they, they can tell the ship is back the outskirts of the... our the outskirts of our yeah. system but it's that return that not so necessarily brings back an evil but the the return mm, yeah. itself is the catalyst as to what goes on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it return. Yes, it's like you said. It returns to our solar system. Mm. Needless to say, it's brought something back. S- yes, and it's up to this this poor rescue crew to find out what's going on. And there are some actually there are some big names in this film. Oh, yeah. Incredible names. You have Lawrence Fishburne, obviously famous for Morpheus and some other films. 
Both most known as Morpheus. You have Sam Neill, who's one of the big names. You also have, let me look down, Sean Pertwee, Jason Isaacs, there are Jolie Richardson. There are some big characters, big uh, actors and actresses in this film that have some horrible things done to them. Let's face it. Yep. Annoyingly, though, and I, you're gonna, I know you're gonna chime in with this because we discussed this bef- that that fateful day in that pub where we we birthed the dre- the dread cast is there will not be a director's ah, cut of this film. I was hoping you'd bring that. Oh. Yeah. Oh. The the director's so cut that's, that's lost down a salt mine and we'll never yep. see it will never see oh. the light of day um, god damn there were there were some uh screen grabs originally um were took, there? taken from that that were banding around the internet for quite some time but i don't yeah i at least i thought they were just... from the director's cut i might be wrong but i i i, I spent I mean, a good time trying yeah. to hunt for those because there was some sick shit, and I mean sick in both oh, ways. Yeah. There was some sick stuff in that director's cut that I did not see the light of day. That no. and I love that and it's... the the creative sense. Oh yeah, I mean we were discussing this when we were looking at this when we initially were coming up with the Dreadcast ideas, mm. and I mentioned the Event Horizon was my favorite horror film. Mm. One of the elements that this is it's when I mentioned the body horror is it's got very but not as as in your face kind of bd i don't know if i were bdsm tones as hellraiser does yep. but you could see how potential actually when did hellraiser come out was that first or was that afterwards let's have a look hellraiser, was, hellraiser way was afterwards way before hellraiser was way before no event 10 horizon. years before oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 10 before. years before i met horizon and oh right i don't want to i don't want to ruin it but there's a great scene where this kind of i'm going to call it a hellraiser the hellraiser effect well, there's there's Hellraiser, a, there's you know, tendencies to it, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the and set- there's a scene the in, I believe, the dining room. Mm. Yes, exactly. I don't know who the character... I can't remember who the character is. It might be Jason Isaac's character. Mm. Someone's character goes into the dining room, and there's just this carnage in this dining room where it's very much... in. feels like it's inspired by Hellraiser. There are chains everywhere. There's hooks. There is yeah. stuff... <laughs> stuff that shouldn't be outside of people's bodies flying around and when i saw this for the first time i th- honestly i thought i was going to be sick because i'm like that is uh, disgusting i think it's a good but macabre it, oh. macabre concoction of yes. just evil it really is satanic uh in, it tools and um satanic tools weapons it's the gore as well isn't so much oh someone's been gutted gory it's more uh, terrifying it's gore. very visceral if you know what i mean yeah, vi- yeah very visceral brilliant that's the word yeah it's, it's very visceral it's... it's very well subtly done and it's not so much like i said it's not so much a head explosion or a a gutting it's worse <sighs> like like how we describe we well, we kind of describe martyrs you know the, the gore in that yes it's yeah, yeah. more stomach churning. It's hard to watch because of the context of how it's done. Yeah, when we talked about Dawn of the Dead. Just, I, t- I talked about the head explosion. That's nothing. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> I need to watch that. Not not Dawn of the Dead. I need to watch that that particular bit in particular because it sounds quite interesting. I'm yeah. looking at screen grabs of this mm. film now, and like when I see someone, I'm like, oh my god, I remember that because I'm I don't know which bit this bit's from. This, I can't really describe it because you know we might get taken down by YouTube. <laughs> describing what i'm saying but it is very much 
as it I'm not going to talk about it because it's it will give it away. And like I said, I want people to to go out and watch this film. Obviously, if you're not a fan of over think, the top visceral yeah. gore, you may not enjoy it. Well, you probably will, but there will be some scenes that might put you up, put you off a little bit. Um, I think that's which the, is the sad because of obviously, like top... you said, which Sorry. like you said, the director's cut had so much more. Oh yes, and yet when you watch this film, some of the stuff they left in already is pretty kind of over the top already so whatever was in that director's cut oh i would i mean if i had enough money i would pay him to just do the film again say look just whatever you cut out last time please shove it back in or just describe it to me because that'd be amazing i would love to have that described to me yeah so i can't like i said i can't really go too much into why to what this film is about it will pretty much give away the entire plot and that's kind of sad because i want you to watch it but for me even though i loved alien i think alien comparing these two films event horizon and alien because obviously they're both sci-fi horror films i would have to distinguish alien is my favorite sci-fi i guess monster horror if we could call it that because obviously the main villain is is a xenomorph, an alien creature, whereas this is just, it's a pure sci-fi horror film. And I could not stop watching this film when it came out. I had to, every time I went past like one of these big kind of scenes where something nasty is going down, I'd get past it, and then that curious part of my mind was like, you know what, no, I have to watch that again. I have to just see how they did that. And even as I grew older and I did a few special effects courses and you kind of know how things are made, even though I knew sort of like, Oh, well I know that's, that's like a fake shoulder or that's a fake body part. And that's, you know, tomato ketchup or whatever they're throwing out there Mm. with this film. It, even though I knew that it still managed to make me feel that shudder and that, Oh God, could you imagine if that was actually happening with this evil that you know has been brought back and that's why i love this film so much it just every time i watch it it causes me to go to become that child again i was again i watched horror films way too young it's what he said <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. i'm surprised i'm not more warped than i am but it takes me back to that special time when i saw it for the first screening and it was like oh my god if this is sci-fi horror if again if evil like this exists out in the universe i do not want to be around when it comes back or it finds its way to our earth because it would just be terrifying yeah well at least with the xenomorph you can see it with the xenomorph and you yes, can exactly. try you can to deal it. with it when this is like, this is this is like a an invisible pinhead hellraiser scenario it really is it, it really is i i just want to say the I love the set. The set design is incredible, but it's. I love how much of a different type of spaceship it is to the um, Nostromo. Nostromo. Sorry, I can never pronounce oh, it. Oh right. yeah, there yeah, should be yeah. Aliens, so yeah. The Nostromo. 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 That's it. it. I we may have got that wrong. It that might be the that might be the ship in Aliens. I can't remember off the top of my head. No, no, the US, it is the, the one in Aliens. Okay, so um, that that has a much more uh, grimy, gritty, industrial feel. Whereas the yeah, event really horizon, does, the event horizon is is designed is is it's like it's properly designed, like it's yeah. like it's been arch- architecturally designed. 
it's much more of a kind of exploratory ship. Mm. So it's it's designed to be lived in for a longer period of time whilst they're out and about doing whatever they're doing. Can't really say much because it will give away the plot. Mm. So, and I think that's quite interesting. Yeah, if you were to put the two of them side by side with an Astromo, you'd expect to go on that ship and be like, yeah, I can wear, you know, doesn't matter what I smell like, doesn't matter what I look like because we're on a disgusting ship. So who could be anything? Whereas if I was on the Event Horizon, you know, I'd want to look nice for, you know, the unseen evil yeah. that you never see before it starts stalking me. And I think that's that's another thing that is really good about this film is it affects the the evil affects the characters, all the characters differently, which I think is fantastic. It kind of, again, maybe similar to kind of Pennywise in that regard. I was about to say Hellraiser, but it's not more similar to Pennywise where yeah, he affects the kids yeah. differently. So he can sense what their kind of fears are. Obviously, he does it in a bit of a, not a jokey manner. Well, actually, no, in a bit of a jokey manner. He likes to torment his, he likes to tease his victims before he dispatches them. Whereas the evil in Event Horizon is just like, no, I'm going to take whatever you fear, crank it up to the maximum setting it can possibly be. And then you're just going to have to, well, you know, try and survive, really, I guess. Uh, spoilers, not a lot of them do. But, you know, it's a horror film set in space, so, you know. It's it's Not wild. Like I, I'm just going through some Google images of shots from the event oh, horizon. It's nasty, isn't it? It's it's a shame this film flopped, and it, it did. I know it, it really didn't do well. Oh yeah, that, that doesn't bode well for no. obviously Paul W. S. Anderson. But whatever, he's he should have. He's had many much experience in flops. But yes, yeah, the, yes. the design of the effects and mutilation and gore and whatnot is. It's so on point. Like I said, it's not a simple gutting. It's very, it's very specific. It's really well thought yeah. out. Where all the I don't know incisions and horrible, whatever you know. Again, we're not going to too much into what the gore actually is, but it's it's very specifically designed. It looks like it looks like a lot of work was oh. really put into it. There. Oh my god. There. Are, this film is so fucking graphic. Jesus. Which event horizon? Yeah, I'm just looking yeah. at and just remembering how messed up this film was. Mm. I, I got to give props to Sam Neill for this. His acting in this incredible. is just incredible. Yeah, it he, is. He I'm is looking forward to seeing him back in Jurassic Park as well. It's gonna be amazing. Not that that's. Not, I mean, would you class Jurassic Park as a horror film? Um, yeah, a random thought. No. People get eaten. Oh, damn. I. I mean, action I would adventure. Either. Yeah, action yeah, adventure. More action adventure. I kind of like you how people really might it. find Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom quite scary. Specifically, that one. Oh, that one was, wasn't yeah. it? That one but was it's, it's not really dark. a horror. It's got, it's got just scary aspects to it that you know you get past. Yeah, but, it's the uh, especially the the temple bit. Yeah, I like with the, that's, that's Indiana this, Jones. With the, doing this top five, is that we there's a lot of plots we haven't fully explained, and no, I think yes, as well so. as doing the top five and not explaining the plots, it. We're trying to encourage people to watch these films if you haven't. Yeah. Because Obviously, that's why they're in the top five. We... We, we think they're great films, so yeah. we don't want to spoil them for you. We would, pre- Yeah, we would prefer it if you guys watched these films. Obviously, like I said, Event Horizon is my favourite film of all time, mm. and I'm, I have no doubt that we will, when we do this probably film in a film review, as oh, I'm we'll sure we'll do your, do top, your number one, 
when we get to that, of course, we'll talk about the plot. We'll go really into it. We, we you know, we pull out the trivia, some oh, yeah, goofs that yeah, there yeah. are. There, of course, will be spoilers in that. But for these, it's just sort of a, a little... I like this because it terrified me as a kid. Yeah. It introduced me to body horror in a very messed up way, let's be honest. I saw this before Hellraiser, and then when I saw Hellraiser, I'm like, oh, uh, I've seen that already. Oh. Yeah, we're, just, then, yeah. we're explaining why there are top fives. We're not yeah. explaining every single bit about the film. No. So hopefully these act as good top fives for if you've not seen them, like oh oh I I might check that out note that down go check that out they haven't spoiled stuff yeah. for me just got the premise exactly. and whatnot, you know, so so yeah to round off Event Horizon nineteen ninety seven Paul W S Anderson's probably his uh, yeah like we said his greatest director feat Philip Eisner the writer well done lad terrified me good job and yeah do go and see this because it is just it is a cracking piece of film that is one of the great in my opinion it's one of the great sci-fi horror films it crosses horror it's a thriller it's a mystery who done it it's a body horror chains up your ass well actually there probably is a chain up someone's ass in this film if you think about it i'm trying Just to think if that honestly happens. it's <laughs> it probably happens in the dining scene let's be honest it may happen no yeah, okay. it does happen does it? It, it? There's a bit happens near the end all where right. she, the lady, there's a girl in the cockpit and stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. all right. Oh, anyway, right. it's only an hour and a half, so it's not a long film. So you could, you know, do check it out. 6.6 6 out of 10 on IMDb, so it's better than, as we said, Scream 3. So if, you're, if, you're, if you find yourself and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yes. If you, if you find yourself this weekend with, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the new one, Scream 3 or Event Horizon, uh, pick Event Horizon because <laughs> you'll have a much better time than uh, than the other two. I can hear you, my dog snoring in the background you, as well. Apologies for that. You'll somewhat have a better time while also having a not so good time. <laughs> no, I mean, if you've never watched horror films before and you know, you're new to horror films, jump, if you jump straight oh, into this, you know, you'll, you'll have a good education. Oh, it's a great starting off horror film for a new horror <laughs> fan. It's a oh, brilliant it really start. <laughs> it really is. You'll you have a wonderful to get some popcorn, you know, maybe a pillow because make a day it, of it. You, make a day of it. Watch. Tell you what. Make a day of it. Watch Event Horizon, <laughs> and then watch Tom's number one. Yeah. And then you you have a you'll have the full package right there. You're all done, aren't you? That's it. Yep. That's five. That's, that's it. That's five. Top We're five done. done. Dreadcast done. We don't right. need to do any more now. Nice seven-part podcast this is, this series, is... and um, that's it. <laughs> well, but uh, before we'll we go, episode eight, we'll uh, we'll lose the ep- we'll lose the episode, so you never get episode eight. It'll be fine. Yes. Well, no. You've watched you've watched our film for I episode watched, eight. I so, have watched. Yes. And I'm gonna be oh. so we have to do that episode. That'll be next next oh, uh, week's episode, fun. folks. Um, that'll that'll yes. be a doozy. That'll be a doozy, and that is not well. It's not a it's not a very well known film. We'll say. No, it's not. But that's like we were saying beforehand, like we were saying before this recording. We'd like to we we'd like to going forward with the dreadcast. We want to want to throw in some kind of 
Some curveballs. Rare, some curveballs, some rare gems that we may come across in our travels through the horror genre. As I was saying to Tom earlier, you know, I found a great one called Pin that mm. we're going to do a review on. It's very a intrigued. Very weird late 90s film. Yeah. That, uh, well, I won't, we won't spoil it for you. Know, we'll go into a film review because it looks interesting. And yeah, we're going to throw in some curveballs for you. It's a little few, few smaller gems compared to the big, you know, the big AAA films. We love our classics, we love our slashers, but there's also some hidden treasures. Oh, yes. A lot of the streaming services, to be honest, have dirge. They have their top maybe 10 good horror films, and then the rest is dirge, like Larmageddon. I'm I'm not going to watch that. That's never going to be on this podcast. Killer Sofa. I'm I'm vetoing it now. Killer Sofa. I'm vetoing it. Veto, veto, veto. Wait, are you vetoing the Killer Sofa? Or you vetoing? Is Killer? Oh. Are you saying Killer Sofa's worthwhile? No, I've never seen it, but it's part of the it's part of the dirge. It just appeared on Amazon one day. It's like, would you like to watch Killer Sofas? Well, I mean, why not? All right, <laughs> why not? I've just veto. Like, La- like I'm a... vetoing Larmageddon. <laughs> All right, you can veto Larmageddon, but films yeah. like Deathbed, which it's just weird. We uh, could do a little. Fair, you can't. We could do. We could do like a dirge, dirge film. You know, like a mini, that... an episode of um, going through like five of them, pick five or, oh. or three each, and then just yeah, yeah okay, that'd right. be amazing. Well, we are. I mean, so our, yeah, we got uh, we got a special episode coming up. I do think we should do some uh, holiday themed ones. I think you know, oh, we... Easter's coming oh, well. up soon, and I oh, well, yeah, that, that's sure a, that's recommend. yes, I do, and. Um... Holiday holiday themed uh, horror film is a nice little tease to next week's episode. Yep. Yep. But as of now, we have one more bit of business to deal with. We do. And that would be my numero uno. Now, oh, yes. let's quickly go through the, the five to two. It, it, I believe number five was the French sadistic horror being Martyrs. Oh, yeah. Um, much like... Obviously, go watch Event Horizon if you're new to horror. Go watch Martyrs yeah. if you're new to horror. It's oh, a great I, stepping I stone. It's a brilliant it really stepping is. stone. To be fair <laughs> as well with Martyrs, if you're going to get into horror, why not start with Extreme? Why not just I mean, get yeah, balls deep into horror and you. go straight to Martyrs? In all seriousness, though, it's a disturbing film. We're just going to leave is. it at that. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's a very disturbing film. But it's good. Uh, number four was another uh, European horror film called Wreck, Spanish horror film. Yeah, you may yep. have heard of it more oh. than you may have heard of Martyrs. It was remade mm. into Quarantine, uh, which is obviously um, the American audiences American. Uh, can't be dealing with foreign films. Have to remake. Yeah. Blah blah blah. It's a bad remake. Go watch Wreck. It's fantastic. Yes. It's about 80, 85 minutes. I think you said last when you watched it. It's, it's literally just over an hour. It's a quick watch. It's, it's a great short. watch. And the last 10 minutes are some of the best 10 minutes you'll see in a horror oh. film. Oh, it yes, is that staircase scene. Yeah. <laughs> staircase to the attic. And that is all I will say. It oh. is a POV film, but it works in its context. Yep. It uh, context content. Yeah. It's, not as, it's not as bad as some POV films. Some POV films are just unwatchable. Let's be honest. Yeah. But this we, one, we, oh, they got it which right. Which really made me think a lot. When we were talking about The Wreck, made me think a lot more yeah. closely about Cloverfield. And I love the premise of the film, but how I really, really hate the way the the, the context for the camera, because a monster yeah. is destroying New York, and he's still holding this fucking camera. 
wreck. That's what there's, we're saying. There's a reason for this camera needs to be held and yeah. recording. <laughs> wreck. Recording. Well, we said that in the we said that in the episode, didn't we? we it did, was yeah. and a lot of these POVs where, like you said, some monster is destroying the city. They're holding the phone, record it. It's like it's 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 a Godzilla-sized monster. Trust me. Yeah. No one's everyone will believe you if you told them you saw this monster. It's like, yes, mate, we know it's leveled a city. Trust me, wow. you don't need to record this. Well, you talk about although to be fair, here we go. If, we sound old, Godzilla, talk, you know. If Godzilla, I'll be filming that for a bit. <laughs> yeah, I was, to be fair, Zilla appeared on the uh, my Netflix recommended. I'm like, <laughs> nope, I'm not watching that. I think they even changed the name now to Zilla. Mm. <laughs> uh, you sure we don't want to review Zilla? <laughs> quick fun. A uh, bit of tip, little yep. tidbit. I've packed it away now as I'm moving house at the moment. I have a signed DVD oh, yeah. of the 98 Godzilla signed by Jean oh. Renault. That's so cool. Leon himself. Anyway, number three. Godzilla aside. I think that's where I was at. Num- number- yep. So we've done Martyrs, we've done Wreck. Yep. Number three. Martyrs, done Wreck. Number three is the 1978 George A. Romero Dawn of the Dead. Oh, yes. One of the best zombie films ever made. Zombies themselves, not scary. The film itself is not scary, but as mm. a whole, it is one of the best zombie films ever made. It's one of the best horror films ever made. And it's George A. Romero. Mm. Apart from Land of the Dead yeah. onwards, Night, Dawn and Day. I class that as a trilogy, just a trilogy. Forget the land, survival, diary of all the other ones that got made. That is a solid trilogy. All three are great, but Dawn of the Dead to me has a special place. In my in my horror heart, yeah, it was a it was a pretty groundbreaking film. Let's be honest. I mean, it was Very he pretty much sparked the the zombie genre with his films that have, that are still going on today. Actually, yeah, I mean, you had a few minor ones, especially I think one of the first credited ones was "I Walk with a Zombie." I walked with the zombie zombie, which we established in the last oh, okay. episode. It's it's more voodoo based, whereas these yeah. zombies. There's never really an explanation, which is always nice. I always love. Mm. You don't get an. You don't need an explanation. You know, we don't need like an origin story. We don't need explanations to monsters. Just let it happen and let the viewers or let viewers' uh, mind go wild. I would love it. See, I would. I would love it if they did a new zombie film. You never find out why. It's like, how do you think it started? I'd be like, I think he ate some bad chicken. He ate some bad chicken. And he turned into a zombie. It's like, yep, yeah, cool. Let's go with that. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, Although, to be fair, if you are looking for a zombie film to watch, yeah, exactly. There is a, I can't remember what the film is. I think it's, oh, it's a film called Cargo. It's a zombie film. I know I'm hijacking your top five. No, no, no. Go, 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 go. You have to check out this film. It's called Cargo. It stars Martin Freeman. Yeah, yeah. And it's about this guy. He's trying to transport this I don't know if it's his daughter. I think it's his daughter to a safe place in this zombie apocalypse. And it's not a spoiler because you, I know, is it a spoiler? It might be a spoiler. I'm not going to say anything then, but check it out. It's a, it's a very well done zombie horror film. Yep. But it's, it's one of those films. It's hard to watch because of the, like the concept of the film. It's not an easygoing film. It's, Martin Freeman right. plays it so well, but like as the film goes on, you just find, like with Martyrs, we said about the two girls, mm. you just want to reach in and yeah, try yeah. and pull them out of the film and help them. And yeah. I watched this film and I was at the end of it, I was like, oh my God, I, I am so down right now because of what happens. So 
check out Cargo. It's a great film. Hold it. And I, I don't like, <laughs> I don't like zombie films. I'm not a fan of them. But this one yeah. I was like, oof, oof. Okay, you did, you did something good there. Anyway, and number two your top, your, your top is list. John Carpenter's not again. 1978, great year for horror. Halloween. It was. I, yes. I mean, the way I don't even need to say much more about Halloween. It's no, it's Halloween. a perfect it's horror Michael film. Myers. It's Michael Myers. It's a perfect mm. horror film. And speaking of perfect I horror films, we... oh wait, no, 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 go on. Yeah. I was about to say, I reckon if we could, if we built a time machine, we're going straight back to 1978, aren't we? Going to go back in time, it's get all the year. posters down, get them to sign them. It's like you know, great year for horror. It's it's amazing. It's a very, it's a very good year for horror. Yeah. But as I said, that is a perfect horror film. There is another perfect mm-hmm. horror film in my eyes. Now. This, as I, this, this to me is what well, this is my favorite film, horror film of all time, and it's also, I believe, a masterpiece in filmmaking. Okay, and okay. that film in question is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, no, no, no! I just wanted to see your reaction. Of course, it's not that film. That film was a piece I, of shit. I was, that film's a... <laughs> I was sitting there thinking, "Wait, hang on! I'm fairly certain I know what film it is." I'm like, "Is it? Has it? Has it changed no, its title?" That was a piece of shit. That's Texas Chainsaw Massacre Four with Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger. So you... That film is incredibly, incredibly amazing, but really shit. Yeah. Yeah. So no. you beat me to the punch with the joke is when you said the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is like, oh, the 2022 <laughs> model, right? Yeah. Yep. No, oh. it's, um, of course it's not. It's the original from 1974, yeah. the Texas Chainsaw Massacre made by Toby Hooper. This this oh, film, yes. it's it's a masterpiece. It's an absolute masterpiece in filmmaking. Mm. It's It can be a slow burn, especially, I think, to an, a modern audience. Yeah. Modern audiences. So, yeah. They're, they're I don't think I mean I, I haven't asked I haven't done a survey on modern audiences but I'm assuming we as you comp- we should do a survey it, you compare yeah. what this is like to say a modern horror there's no there's no impactful scores there's no not really no there's not a, a, a plethora of jump scares no, it, there's really. certainly no gore well little to no no gore. that's true very little isn't there it's very simplistic this film and i think that goes hand in hand with why i liked halloween as well very simplistic yeah it's the opening has got to be one of the best i've got to say the opening opening, like credits yeah uh, opening text call not credits call that's at the end that when i first saw it it was just like oh okay this is a right pretty nice which we, um, which yourself, you voiced a nice little intro for when we did our Texas Chainsaw. I did, review. yes. Yeah, yeah. We we edited it, didn't we? Yeah, that was. I had I had fun doing that. That was great fun. I, I think you can add that text crawl along with the way it's shot. I think it's shot on sixteen mil. I think. I think when I when I looked up, it was sixteen reverse. I'll have a, I'll have a look for you. I think. Uh, thank you. I think it was sixteen mil, thirty two mil. We're talking mid mid seventies, very 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 low budget. I I believe oh, yeah. this was uh, in the couple of hundred grands, a couple of hundreds for a third time. Sixteen millimeter, sixteen mil. It was sixteen mil. Yeah, it's a couple of hundred thousand dollars. This was made for, and that is that's nothing. So you're talking nice sixteen mil. 
couple of hundred grand, relatively unknown actors, mm. and in yeah the heat the the heat of the of Texas in the summer. It is it is that, hot that, down there. It, yeah, there's there has been a lot of a lot of reports over the years from, um, from the film filming itself of how horrific it was to shoot, how ill yeah. cast and crew got from the heat. I can't even imagine. I think it'd be it'd be horrible, horrible shoot to to work on. I suppose you have to. I suppose this this is a kind of a prime example of suffering for your art. I mean, like you said, they they went through like the heat they had to endure. And this is in 1974, by the way. Mm. So yeah. can you imagine nearly if they made years. this today? Nearly 50 years ago. Can you imagine if they made this today with that kind of budget and those conditions? In Texas, they probably would have passed out. It's yeah. like, you know what? No, we're, we're not making this film. This is stupid. We're going to make Health it. In and... a... Although, to be fair, they, they probably would make it in a film set. Let's be Health honest. and safety would have had That's a field day. Film set. Oh, yeah, they really would have. No. They would have been like, yeah, no, no, no. I mentioned about the text scroll, the film, um, the film quality, the unknown actors. It it, it was kind of marketed um, towards being based like on true events. It, it got wanted to give that impression, yeah. and that's what I love. I also love about it, it being having like a documentary type feel to it. It. Do you remember we we talked once? I can't remember what episode it was. We talked once about how I I personally don't really like it in these sort of horror films where actors try quote unquote to act uh, don't, uh, like uh, the the method actors yeah or, or really 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 going to town where they're not acting yeah so they're not they're not yes yeah, so they're not acting they're like oh yeah. i am the character this yeah. film the main characters uh which is um sally hardesty and her brother paraplegic brother and their free uh, and her partner and another couple so five five basically five people in one van traveling across texas mm. it, I, I mean i could go into the plot but again we'll do we there's no doubt in my mind we will do an episode on this go through the whole plot they're traveling across texas they end up picking up a hitchhiker hitchhiker yep. well i mean why why would you in the middle of texas pick up a hitchhiker they kind of they didn't deserve what they got but should have expected him to be a crazy ass as he was yeah this yeah, this, was, this pickup of yeah. the hitchhiker doesn't last for long but they then end up no, stumbling. It's, a, it's a weird yeah they end up stumbling weird interactions him. in that van yeah i like that bit with the garage scene actually because there's a little bit of comedy in there if you mm. think about it where they stop off at the garage and obviously i think the, the, the ladies go into the garage they're looking for some drinks looking for something to cool down or something Mm. And outside, you've got a, I don't know, there's a there's a lad there who obviously washes the windows of the vans that pass around. And so the van stops, and he walks up to the thing, and the guy says, "No, it's okay." And so he goes, oh, "All right." So he turns around, and walks back, and at the same time, they ask this guy some other question. The this is the garage owner. They're asking questions. Yeah. So he turns around. The guy's like. Okay, so this poor bloke ends up walking backwards and forwards between this windshield, not actually cleaning it. I love it. Like four or five it. times. And it's, I really like, I really love that scene because it's like, it's a horror film, but then they're like, it's just throwing a little little dash of comedy in there. I so hope that was unscripted. And the it's guy was just like, comedy. I've got to walk back now. Oh, for coming out. It's clearly yes, not intentional was, for it? comedy, but... I, I I found it funny, yeah, because he just you yeah. can imagine his head. He's just oh god, I'm back again. To, I just uh, want to clean the window. God damn it. it! I'm just trying to do my job here. 
Um, sorry, yeah. sorry, I'd lost my notes then for so a second. Good. So as they're traveling across, they, they, they pass up on the hitchhiker because he is a absolute freak. Go watch the film, you'll see. They end up at this gas station. Now, the, the, the gas station owner, somewhat affiliated yeah. with the hitchhiker. Leave it at that. After the gas station, they end up at Sally's um, family, big homestead, big farm. Now, as they're there, yes. as they're there, that is the last point of call of their travels. It's from that yeah. point onwards. They've, they've gone home, haven't they? It's yeah, to an old, uh, their old home. Well, it's derelict. It's uh, a very derelict a, a home. Family, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's that point of call where they all start to, uh, I will say, picked off one by one. Not intentionally picked off, mm. because similar to Jason, as we as we say, don't go to Crystal Lake. Yeah, you'll be yeah. fine. Exactly. If you didn't go to this particular farmhouse, which it's not the right thing to say because in this farmhouse, a lot of stuff shouldn't be going on anyway. If you didn't go to this no, farmhouse, you'd probably still be here today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Quite easily. It's the first the first introduction. Wait, that, that doesn't make sense. It would be. When you say the word introduction, that means first, obviously. Doesn't it? Uh, I just caught myself. Uh... Yeah, it would. It would be the first intro. The second introduction. Yeah, it would be the 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 debut. Would English. Debut? English is our first English. language. English, man. <laughs> the de- the introduction of Leatherface himself and the, the greatest looking so Leather- version of Leatherface. Yes, it really was. They His mask just got weirder. I mean, I've, I've only seen this one and... Uh, well, no, okay, I've seen the new one. I've seen this one, the remake... Or the 2000-whatever version remake. Um, but, oh, my God. The, I looked at the masks for Leatherface, and they just look so weird. Yeah, they, they get and, worse. They get much worse. Yeah, they re- the, the, the latest one has been hands down the weirdest one. But we're not uh, talking about that because it's a terrible No, film. We, we've, we've talked about it. it. We don't need to talk about it anymore. No. But, um... So yes, so one by one, they they just venture away from where they are parked at the house. But unfortunately, it's one Mm. by one where they venture into hell, an unknown hell. And for the third, I could probably split this into two, three, uh, thirds, this film. Not thirds, acts, Mm. there we go. The third act is pretty much about the perils of Sally Hardesty. And her just trying to escape yes. hell. And look, again, back to the way it's shot. Back to how impactful Leatherface is as a horror icon. It's it's just, it's a terrifying, mm. it's just a terrifying cre- creature. He is human, but he's he's not all there. He, he He's, he's yeah. less all there than Michael is. Well, we, yes. Well, that's, oh, that's an interesting take. Who's who's less there, Michael or Leatherface? Mm. Because I think we, when we discussed the two of them, it was a little. I don't know if we caught it on tape, but it was. I think it was which that. slasher would we prefer not to, to yeah. come across? I think we both agreed that coming face to face with Michael, your chances are pretty much stuffed. Yeah. Whereas, because with Michael, he's he's, he's never shown on camera to hesitate. Mm. He's going to mm. get you with with uh, Leatherface. He's shown to have some reasoning ability. 
to a degree. He's shown yeah. to understand who his family is and not to harm them we kn- throughout the film series. So there's there's something in his brain that you may be able to be like, okay, if I, if I leave, it's like with Sally, who is obviously, you know, it's not, uh, you know, eventually, like you said, the, par- the perils of Sally trying to escape. Yeah. Even then, he doesn't just outright harm her. He, he tortures her. But it's yeah, yeah. I'm trying. Well, I mean, to, I'm trying to explain this without he, spoiling he, the film. Well, it's I mean, quite hard. He, he, yeah, he doesn't actually. He doesn't do anything to her. There's, there's quite a big chase. Yes, exactly. There's quite a big chase that she endures for quite some time. Oh, yeah. But even towards the end of the film, when the chase is not, when the chase is over, and they're in another, a different scenario, uh, still involving Leatherface and Sally, he's still not straight up going in for the kill with her whereas michael no, michael doesn't, does michael it? doesn't torture no well <laughs> apart from michael the newer very... films apart from the new films oh, michael God. tortures a bit michael is kill yeah oh Leverface, yeah kill move on Leatherface is so interesting because there is also a scene in this where again i think we talked about this in our ghostface versus Leatherface. There's a scene mm. where he's kind of like panicking a bit. There's people, who are these strangers coming into my yes. house and all I know is kill. Like, oh God, I need to I need to dispose of them quick. And there's a nice close-up yeah, yeah. scene of his face, of his mask, his monstrosity, whatever is going on there. And for about five seconds, he's hands on his head. What, what do I do? What do I, what do I do? What do I do? Yeah. But then, yeah, yeah. but then, 15 10, 10 minutes later that's clearly not helped him in any way because he's back to his chasing someone down no. with a chainsaw so he he's 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 not all there he's, he's really really he's not, not all there he's very he's very i would say i was gonna say childlike but i don't think that's the right word he's very much he's very simple as if you could kind of reason very simple it kind of like yeah. he's a a dog in a way like mm, mm. that's the only way i can describe it so a dog is like well oh, this is my fat this is my pack i have to protect my pack he's very much like that so with his family you could say like these people are coming to his house they're roaming around his house and to him it's like well this is my family this is my house i have to protect my family that's that's what i've been taught to do mm. and like you said when it doesn't go his way it's like ah! you can see him losing that grip yeah. but then you know 10 minutes later he's like no nah, that's all right i've got my grip back what I, I did like about this film, actually, just staying, just quickly nipping back to—is it Franklin? Franklin's the brother, isn't it? Terrible Franklin name. is Sally's uh, brother. Yes, yeah. Franklin is the brother, the the paraplegic brother. Yeah, I think this was one of the very first films where one of the main characters is in a wheelchair because that's not really something you would have seen in these older films to have someone who is wheelchair bound. Yeah, it was kind of like that oh, fact. I interesting don't know that fact off by heart, but. That would, I, I'd, I'd buy it. If I'd that, buy that fact, yeah. Yeah, which is why I must admit I was surprised when I saw the remake and they scrapped that. They got rid of that aspect because Franklin in the remake is not in a wheelchair, which I think if they were going to remake it, I think if they kept it the same way, you may have been a bit, it may have been slightly better, I think, if they kept all the characters the same. It but, adds you know, to Sally's struggle because it also generates it does, one of yeah. my favorite jump scares. Um, if you're watching this with someone who has not seen this film, when Sally and Franklin are looking for the others, 
It is now descended upon oh, yeah. nighttime. There is one of the best yeah, jump yeah. scares, in my opinion, in horror in this film. And it 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 ramps the jump scare ramps up from a jump scare to brutality within about three seconds. And then it ramps back down. Yes. It's that just that three second window. You left with you'll be left with your mouth a gasp. Yeah. yeah. It's, I, will, I, I was trying that. to remember which which bit you were talking about, but now I'm like, oh yes, 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 I'll, that I'll, bit. I you, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, again, don't want to, you don't want to spoil it. The thing yeah. with Leatherface as well, like I I could talk a lot about Leatherface because he really he is my favorite of the slashers. Mm. He really because I, I I kind of associate Jason Michael together the the, the knife the sharp utensil yeah Freddy yeah, yeah. the machete. Freddie Pit, Freddie and Pinhead, the kind of um, otherworldly demonic, yeah, phenomenon thing. Leatherface is just a hick. <laughs> I don't know. Can he I really say that? Is. Can yeah. I say that word? Uh, and I think that's what's very... more down. That's oh, more down to yeah. earth. That's what brings it more down to earth. The fact that uh, are there people like this, which kind of leads back to what this is in theory, a little bit based on being Ed Gein. Loosely, yeah, yeah, loose, loosely based on. With Ed Gein, the notable grave robber, not so much serial killer. I believe he did kill some people, but he did forge. Yeah, he was he more did a craft, grave robber. He did craft furniture and I, just items Ugh. in general out of people's flesh and bones, which is very much established in this film, as you see in their Leatherface's yes. house. But it's Leatherface's house, but it's not just Leatherface. There is a family, and that really mm. isn't marketed to people. When when people think Texas Chainsaw Massacre, they think they think Leatherface, right? Yeah, but yeah. the family are as big as part of this horrific nightmare than Leatherface is, especially the older brother, who a lot of people think is his dad because he's an old guy. There's there's a they're they're, yeah. fr- they're basically three brothers. I'm not going to say any more. I think I've said too much already. I keep saying I'm not going to say any more. I keep going more and more into it. But yep, yep. it's a, it's really more of a family. But of course, you have to focus on Leatherface because of his design, his look. It's more of a horror appeal. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can't yeah, put the older he, brother just there on the, the cover of the VHS. No. <laughs> Leatherface, fit, Leatherface fits the... I mean, to be fair, Leatherface is... I know a lot of people say that Michael is the proto-slasher. But in, I mean, this film, this film came out four years before Michael even hit the screens. So anything, if anything, Leatherface is the true protest. I mean, to be fair, it's like we said, you know, you had films like, what was it? So the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and then Black Christmas. Same day. Both came out in the same, yeah, the same day. So in effect, those, those two films, I would say, are the true kind of precursor to... Now, what effectively Michael then took to the next level with Halloween. And then, of course, you had, you know, Freddy came along and then you had Jason, had Candyman, Chucky, yeah. Pinhead. And also, you know, the 80s kind of blew up for... It was weird. It was 1978 was a great year for horror because it kind of kicked off the genre into a bigger gear. And then you had it the 80s where the they 80s. kind of skyrocketed. Yeah. And then they it just died off before Scream kind of came back and went, oh, no, hang on, here we go. And then, of course, it's kind of just sort of gone on from there. 
Yeah, yeah the late seventies. It kicked off the eighties. It gave the eighties the oh, kickstart really it needed. Yeah. Now, yeah. as I mentioned earlier about the um, the blood and gore, which there is none. Yeah. I kind of right. felt like you could tip that up to a, a Mandela effect. Because oh, you, know okay. the Mande- you know what the Mandela effect is? I'm vaguely familiar with it. Yeah, if you when it's you start like, talking about that, I'm sure I remember. It's it's things like where people go, um, oh, do a do a Darth Vader impression. He goes, Luke, I am your father. He never oh, said, yes, yes, Luke, yes. I am your father. He said, no, I am your father. So yeah, it's, it's things it's, like that. But so, it's over time, it's become... Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Ah, okay. Um, there, there is a Morpheus one um, that he says a line that he doesn't actually say. It's in the, it's in a meme, a Morpheus meme going around. Oh, I got, I um, got to look this up. I can't remember what it is, but the Mandela effect of this, in, in my eyes, is the blood and gore. I mean, especially the fact the title says massacre. I mean, it, it's not really. There's not really not many people die in this film, and there's not near enough no blood and guts on the show. In fact, out of the whole series, it's probably the tamest out of every single one, and uh, there's a lot. It's probably the tamest in the whole series. Yet, it's probably probably still the scariest to some, but more horrific to some. I would say that any any, not debut, well, yeah, any debut... Of the, you know, those the iconic slashes that we now, you know, that we all we love, are always pr- most likely going to be the scariest ones when you mm. first have them rocking out on the screen, mm. because that that's where you remember them. You remember saying, "Oh, but I remember when I saw Michael Myers in Halloween," and you first see him, because I think the first shot we fully get to see of Michael Myers is when. Laurie spots him and he's just standing by that fence with the tap like the the washing just blowing and people are like oh yeah that's that's when you first see Michael similar with Jason or uh, well I mean Jason's iconic mask didn't appear till a little bit later but it's always the debut films because let's face it the first entry in the franchises is always most likely going to be the best one because you know sequelitis is a real thing and you know well, sequels yeah. usually suck mm-hmm. after that I think actually, with the exception of a few, I think in Halloween, just thinking, you got me thinking. First time you see Michael in the suit, I don't know if it might be when he the three girls are walking home from school and he stood by a hedge, and then he walks behind the hedge and then he's gone. Or yeah. it's when he's he's yeah. in the car stalking them. I don't think off the top of my head right now. It is nearly half 9 p.m. But that's good enough. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's good enough. Um, so a couple so I, was, of I was looking at oh, the Morpheus Mandela. Oh, yeah. What, so what a lot says? of people. So the so the, the Mandela <laughs> meme is, what if I told you mm. that Morpheus never says, what if I told you in the that's Matrix the films? One. He doesn't that's actually one. say that. He actually says, do you know what it is? Not what if I told you? But what's weird is you can, hear, ones. you can hear Lawrence Fishburne in your head mm. saying that. And it's so weird. Yeah, I it's, know. Mandela Effect is, is, is so interesting. It's a, there is one from Jaws as well, actually. Oh, the, yeah, go. Obviously, the classic line, we're going to need a bigger boat, mm. is never said. It's actually, you're going to need a bigger boat. 
But of course, people assume it's we're going to need a bigger boat. There is one from the Fellowship of the Ring where apparently people assume he's saying run, you fools. But I'm like, it's not. It's fly. He definitely says it's fly, you fools. He's like, I'm sure I've got that one. Yeah. I do love interesting. What was that other weird thing? It was like, um, it's like Bernstein Bears or the Bernstein Bears. Yeah. It was something weird. It was like, oh, people like, oh, I remember the Berenstein Bears, and it's like, who are they? They never existed. Yeah. But because people talk about them, they're like, they must exist. It's like, no, it's just nope. <laughs> something that's just appeared in an alternate dimension. Ah. From the event horizon. Oh, yeah. I could talk about that for a <laughs> So, I, I could talk about this film all day, but we're not going to do that. Oh, yes. We'll, we'll, we'll save that for our review. But what I will, I will go into just quickly is how I first heard about this film and mm. discovered this film. So I don't know the exact age, but I do know, I, was, I think it was around 13, 14, I think around the middle of secondary school. And mm. a friend in my friendship group, I remember his dad was a horror nerd and had all the VHSs. So obviously he got nice. to see a lot of these because yeah. why not? Why, why would he not? And I remember overhearing uh, at school him talk about, oh, he was, he heard about this Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, it's in, it's incredible. It's incredible. Like, it's so gory. And oh, my God, you see all these guts mm-hmm. coming out. And oh, oh, I nearly felt sick. And me being a young Tom Jr. at that point, being into really, be, being way into horror from having Sci Fi Channel at 10 p.m. at night, you know, all those films. Yeah, I, I had true. to. Oh, great channel. I, I, I had to know. I had to know. And back then, it was about tape trading. It was about borrowing. Yeah. You couldn't... You didn't have the access we had now, kids. You didn't have streaming services. No. We had to borrow stuff or go rent them from Blockbuster. Yep. Oh, Blockbuster. And oh, we did rent it. We did, me and my sister, we rented this for the, for a night. And she was terrified. But for me, I I was scared. But I was... It was a, it was it was filled with more intrigue. I wanted to watch it again. Mm. I wanted to catch things I'd missed. I wanted to, I just wanted to see it again because this was so out of the ordinary for me. I've, I'd never seen anything like it, and I did have the mindset of, are there people like this in the world? You know, I'm not yeah. watching a monster yeah, yeah. film here. This, this is that's that that is the scariest bit for me. I think is that if I go backpacking again. If I went traveling mm. again to some remote area of land, am I going to encounter sick people like this? And do you know what? Yeah. There's a slim chance maybe in this fucked up world that that might happen. And that's a scary oh, yeah. point. That's yeah, a yeah, scary easily. thing about it, really. Yeah. Yeah, that's that. I think, I mean, that's why, I think that's why a lot of people, especially when they're watching horror-ish or horrorish thrillerish it's when it's you get that little bit of text which is based on real yeah. events or based on real people for me i always find those much more disturbing because you're mm. like oh my gosh that actually has happened whereas you know with like well more jason and freddie and chucky yeah, yeah, yeah you're more yeah. like well mm. i mean you know that's up to your own personal beliefs if you think that you know that kind of stuff could happen yeah. but with like leatherface and well michael to a degree i don't know where his newest film's going but uh-huh. michael and leatherface 
they're just they're just people. They're just normal people who have who have something wrong with them. And that is what kind of gives them a little bit more of a chill factor. Because like you said, there could be someone who has watched, I don't know, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is not quite right in his brain and gone, oh my gosh, if I could if I could find a chainsaw, I could do this. Yeah. And that's when the gears start ticking. And I think that's what gives, especially Leatherface and, like I said, Michael, a bit more of a, ooh, because they are just normal people. Well, obviously, you know, normal people with normal slightly... In, not, yeah, the, some sense of the word. Non-functioning. Yeah, some sense of the yeah. word. Yeah, that's why, that's why I like watching things which are based on real people or events because you're like, this actually happened. Oh, my God, this actually yeah. happened. That's That's pretty messed up. Yep. And that is why is my number one. That is my numero uno of horror films mm. of all time. We did it. Life. We did it. And I recorded it we all. It. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes. We got we through our top We finally got lives. the episode done. We find all three of this, them. Yeah, the, this three's three episodes have... Uh, they, it was plagued by so many problems. The first it episode really was. It we really recorded was. for three hours and then we yeah. lost it. Then we went to record it the second time and i wasn't well well i was stu- i was i thought i was you well. were Ill. i thought i was just tired but then i was ill the next yeah. day i was pretty bad so we couldn't record it then then we had like a week off because i just could not do anything yeah <laughs> and then we finally got back oh, to it we got yes, it it's done we got it done so that is our top to five fair, this is yeah that's the longest five, uh, running segment on this podcast so far yep and I hope you all are able to take something away from this and hope uh, some of the films will be yes. new to you so you can get first experiences because we, yeah. everyone envies everyone else's first experiences to some of their favorite things. In oh, they really do. Films, music, games, whatever. So hopefully whoever's listened to this can take it away and uh, go watch yeah. some amazing horror films. But yeah, make a day of it, like we said. Make a day of it. Yeah. And until next time, which we did tease earlier, there is a holiday we themed, did, yes. a somewhat holiday themed uh, review coming soon, and oh, it's going to be amazing! From what you've, I can't you've wait. seen it, I haven't seen it, so I'm looking forward. I've to seen it. it. It's oh, I can't wait to hit get that text if you go. I've just watched it just to see this. <laughs> what the fuck was this film? You will, you will probably get that. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. But until then, where can they find us? Where can they find this here podcast? Well. They can hear this podcast on most major streaming platforms, such as Podbean, Apple, Spotify, Amazon. Plus, you can check us out on YouTube as well. I think I've missed a streaming one. I did miss one, did I? Google. And Google. There we Google go. Google Podcasts. I, yes, and Google as well. So this is why Tom is the better of the human <laughs> beings out of the two of us, because he remembers these things. I forget them. It's just, I have terrible memory. It's but you can also right. check them out on YouTube as well. If you prefer to, you can catch them on my channel and on Tom's channel as well. There will potentially be a Dreadcast YouTube channel at some point. The gears are slowly building for that, so don't worry. That will come a bit later on. But do check them out on a, both of our YouTube channels. You can find mine at Tainted Souls. Just look for the ghost. You'll find him. I actually changed the channel header. It's now got a little Grim Reaper thing as well. Oh, lovely. Um, well, it's a, it's a it's a cute look. It's like a chibi Grim Reaper looking thing. So you know, there yeah. you go. Um, I saw it. I was like, oh, I've got to have that. Where can they find your YouTube channel? 
They found my YouTube channel at Gaming Grindhouse, which is also the same as my Twitch channel, Gaming Grindhouse. Oh, and you yeah. can follow myself on Twitter at Tom Grindhouse. Mm. I believe that's you can find one. me anywhere on Twitch and Twitter and Instagram at Tainted Souls and just clicking on the ghost. That's where you'll find me. Oh, yeah. Lovely. Well, until next time, um, go... Uh, Go, go check go out the earlier episodes. Go, go check out the earlier episodes and go 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 mm. hug your mum. Yeah, go hug your mum. It's Mother's Day it's as Mother's of Day soon. in so... three days? No, wait, how many days? Five days? Five days as of recording this. I, go I spend some go time with your mother. Gift. <laughs> go spend some time. I still haven't bought one. Yeah, go spend some time with your mother. Maybe listen to the Dreadcast with her. You know, watch sure a horror right. film or two. There you go. She'll love them.